Welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. With working with my clients, I spend a lot of time with them about expectations and disappointments and resentment and regret. And oftentimes, we have what Brene Brown calls stealth expectations. Stealth expectations are a desire or expectation that exists outside of our awareness, and it typically includes a dangerous combination of fear or shame and magical thinking. Let's think about that. An expectation that has a dangerous combination of fear, shame, and magical thinking. It's like we're in this place of not enough, and then once I have this expectation met, it will all magically work out for the better. Stealth expectations almost always lead to disappointment, resentment, and more fear. One of the things that I often say, and you've heard probably heard me say this on this podcast, is Anne Lamont says, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And why these are called stealth expectations is that they fly under the radar and they only surface after the shit shows and the rage, the anger the frustration, right? The disasters happen for people, relationships, and organizations. And so one of the things is to start to create a self-awareness about what are our expectations. And I'm going to talk about that. Oftentimes with stealth expectations, right? It's this magical thinking, there's going to be hope and it's things are going to be so much better. And once this happens, these problems that I have and this misery I have is going to be go away. Whereas requirements, let's think about that. Requirements point to standard or boundaries or deal breakers. So an example of this is think back to going to college. Requirements were often spelled out. You get the syllabus on the first day of the class. Here were the requirements that needed to be done in order to get the grades that you wanted. In fact, even to get into the class, there was a requirement on the prerequisites to take ahead of time. And to graduate from college, there's a list of requirements that must be completed in order for you to obtain your degree. They aren't demands, it's a choice. And if you would like your degree, this is what needs to be completed. Now, my friend, you can argue with reality and be like, no, I don't want to do this or this is so stupid. It's not going to really help you because here it is back in my day in college, it was that big book that was kind of the, the book that you always went to to look at, am I, am I heading in the path to get my degree and go in and check what the requirements are? You can argue with it, but you're going to lose. Instead, following here, the requirements, they're put out ahead of time. And the thing about requirements is that there may be variables that allow for individuals to make some choices, right? Maybe your general ed, you can pick from a, a cluster of courses instead of having to do exactly the same course as your friends in your class. So that's the difference between expectation where there's this tinge to hopes and often magical thinking, especially with stealth expectations. Now, here's the thing. It's not that expectations are bad and requirements are good. 
It's when we have stealth expectations that lead us to disappointment. And that's where it can be truly painful to ourselves to have that disappointment because we've had these stealth expectations. We've worked it up in our brain. Whereas with the requirements, again, when we go back to, okay, if this is a course that I want to take and here, here are the requirements to get into this course, or here's what is expected to be on this team, it's really clear. Are, are you willing to do that or are you not? Same thing with the job. Here are the requirements within our company. Are you willing to do those things or not? It's much more matter of fact. So in the sports world, if the stealth expectation can be the desire to want your child to be happy in sports, and I understand it's so vulnerable to be a parent, but to want your child to be happy in sports and think, oh, if they have this race or if they have this game and they win, they're going to be happy, (laughs) right? That is a great example of a stealth expectation. We don't know if they'll really be happy even after they win or if they have a good time, you know, and when I mean a good time, a best time, like in the sport of swimming, right, where they achieve a personal best. That can be a stealth expectation. Or another stealth expectation can be, okay, we're losing, we're losing, we're losing, but oh, we just won. So now we're going to turn this around and we're going to have this momentum and we're just going to continue to win and win and win. That can be a stealth expectation. It's magical thinking. It can be really messy along the way. Another is travel. I had a client that just recently went on a trip. You know, there's a lot of marketing about how this is going to be such a great, wonderful place and a wonderful time and you can't control the weather. And there was a lot of rain. And when he came back, he was telling me about it and kind of like all the obstacles. And then eventually he got to, oh, and you know, we were there together as a family and it was really, really nice to be with his adult children and grandchildren. But oftentimes when we are making the plans for travel, we have the magical thinking of like, oh, it's going to be wonderful instead of remembering that it can be wonderful and there's going to be shit shows because we're still bringing all of ourselves. And then we have a travel element on top of that. We're typically in smaller quarters than we have at home. We typically don't have things, right? Airlines go awry, weather plans change. Maybe we forgot something. Another arena where there's a lot of stealth expectations is marriages. How often do we spend focus so much on the wedding and what that's going to be? And then we think, oh, and then they'll live happily ever after. When really, after the marriage is when the deep work and heartache and joy can come from, right? It's all of it. Relationships. There's a lot of stealth expectations on relationships. This is what you're supposed to do to complete me. Or if you're a really good friend, this is what you'll do. But without ever communicating it, and again, having that combination of fear and shame and magical thinking, if she's a really good friend, she's going to show up for me. The question is, have you ever asked them to show up for you? Or do you put up a wall, right? There's more to it than that one side. Holidays are another arena of stealth expectations. Sometimes my clients are also really good at dress rehearsing tragedy, but today we're on the topic of stealth expectations. And can be like, oh, everybody's going to come home for the holidays. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be peaceful. It's going to be this. And we're forgetting that if you have college university students and they're coming home, they may be coming home on empty. They've gone through finals. Typically, my kids have gone through not only finals, but also some sort of mid-season meet, right? And their tanks are really empty. 
And I used to, when they came home, I had these stealth expectations. They'd be like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. And this is going to be wonderful, right? I wanted my own holiday movie. Instead, realizing they needed to come home and be able to decompress. And what space could I give them? So holidays, what are your stealth expectations? Money is another huge area of stealth expectations. And my clients, one of the things that we do coaching on is on money mindset and overcoming our limiting beliefs, wanting to make more money. And making money is a fantastic thing. It's a lot of fun. We have stealth expectations often. Like if I hit this number, then life won't be crazy anymore, right? That's an example of a stealth expectation. Today, I'm inviting you to take a look at your expectations. Instead of it being stealth and under the radar and only surfacing when the shit show happens, when the disaster strikes, let's take a look at it right now because this is about cultivating self-awareness, which is what I spent the earlier part of 2024 talking about. This is another arena and this is your mindset, right? What are the stories you're telling yourself? What is the movie you're playing in your head? So let's take a look at our expectations. And maybe you're like, Corinne, I don't know what my expectations are. I don't have any. Then we can reverse engineer it and start by going and taking a look at where are we disappointed? Where maybe we have resentment towards someone or something or somebody? Where maybe we have anger? And then start to notice, do you have stealth expectations? Are these expectations rooted in fear or shame? with that magical thinking of like, oh, once this happens, it's all going to be fantastic. This is really important to uncover. Again, it's not that expectations are bad. It's when they're stealth and they're flying under the radar, we aren't aware of them. And that's when we can get into this collision course in our life. So check in with your expectations. Are they stealth? Are you aware of what you're expecting? We're not here to judge you. There's oftentimes I'm not aware as well. I've been learning this skill set. So that's the good news, right? We can all learn this. I've been learning this and learning this and being aware of what's happening in this beautiful brain of mine. What expectations do you have going into the situation? What's the promise of the outcome of the expectation? What will it mean to you? Are you playing a movie outcome or a fairy tale? Are your expectations outside of your control? Do your self-expectations make you feel more fear or shame or anxiety because you're like noticing you're out of control? So like you first get that dopamine hit because, hey, it's magical thinking. It's going to be all wonderful. And then you start to go, oh, this is out of my control. Like, what's the weather going to be like? We're going to spend all this money on this. What is going to happen? Or we're spending all this money on this trip. And what if I miss my connecting flight? Right. And then you spend the next eight months worrying about that. Are you trying to get your needs met without directly asking for what you want or need? And so you have this magical thinking playing out like this is what's going to happen. If I do this, then they'll do that and then we'll live happily ever after. So those are questions you can ask yourself to get more understanding of what's going on inside of you and develop that, right? I've often had these expectations. Like I said, over the last 10 years, I've been unpacking the promises that were in my head of like, oh, if I do this, then this will happen. I remember being in college. I thought, oh, once I learned how to win, then I was just going to be easy street (laughs) from there on out. (laughs) Oh, my 20 or 21 year old self. 
But that's what I thought, like that will be easy street. Or once I get these parents on board on the Aqua Monsters, then we're just going to be rolling and everybody's going to be on board. And then one day I realized like, oh, these parents, right, they start to understand the culture and, and trust the process that we do. And then there's this next group of parents, next group of kids where we need to educate them again. And yes, it does feel a little bit like Groundhog's Day for me because I'm going back to what I did, you know, the previous five years or whatever it may have been. So checking in with those expectations, I've had a lot. I'm sure I'm going to still uncover more. The big thing is to not have them be stealth and instead have them be examined. Now I want to clarify the difference between expectations and requirements, right? So I gave you the sports expectation. Now sports requirements I was thinking about with my family, when my kids were growing up and they started to do travel sports, well, we were willing to support their travel sports. One, they had to earn it, right? We weren't willing just to spend money and time and do all this travel just because, oh, you're on a team that does this travel. Like they had to actually earn it. And they also had to put in the work. So whatever the attendance requirement was, those are things that they needed to do for us to spend the time or the money on that sport that they did right? Because that's part of our family value. And that's part of like even our money requirements. For our family, when we travel, sleeping each day is really important. So even though in my 20s and 30s, or much of my career, my professional career, I've burned the candle at both ends. One of the things that we've done as a family when we travel is sleeping is really important. Having downtime in our travel when we did our family field trip to Korea with 20 family members, that was one of the things that we were really clear with our family is that, yes, we like to go out and about, especially early in the day. And we like to come back and rest, maybe go work out, go to the pool. You know, there was a spa at the hotel. So I did a lot of this Korean spa stuff. But having that downtime and getting a good night's sleep was really important to us. We weren't going to, you know, start out early in the day and then just stay up late at night and not sleep. That just doesn't work for us. That's one of our requirements. Doesn't mean other people have to follow them, but it means this is what we need to be able to function in the space. Marriage, like a requirement for marriage could be honesty, having each other's back, being communicative, supportive, being each other's best friends, right? There's not a right or wrong is what are your requirements? What are your spouse's requirements? And then where's the Venn diagram? There may be some negotiations that happen within that. Relationships. One of the things I've been talking about with clients lately is being in relationships where there's mutuality. Oftentimes we have those who are the givers and those who are the takers, but making sure that we are in relationships where there's mutuality, not tis for tat, not a transactional relationship, but a mutuality. You know who those people are in your life. Holidays. Holidays, the requirements are, okay, we're going to spend time together. We're going to have shared experiences. We're going to have time away from each other (laughs) because we will actually function a lot better if we do that, right? Allowing it to not be picture perfect, right? What are the things that we do? What What are the requirements of our holidays together? A requirement of money could be in a relationship where there's not debt, like we don't carry credit card debt, right? What are your requirements within that. These, so these are examples that I gave you to help you understand the difference between expectations and requirements. Requirements are the boundaries, what they're the deal breakers for you and being really clear. And oftentimes we learn those as 
we go through life. Like one of the requirements and for me for marriage, growing up in a home that with my dad was an alcoholic was that was a deal breaker. I knew going into a relationship that I did not want to be in a relationship where the person was an alcoholic. So with both expectations and requirements, they are okay for you to have. I want to make sure you hear that. Expectations and requirements are okay for you to have. You get to decide what they are, be clear with them, as well as what you think will happen when you get them. The big thing is not having stealth expectations and not having unexpressed expectations, right? Or unexpressed requirements. That's like trying to trap somebody like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to judge them. Here are my requirements, but I'm not going to share them. That is not a healthy organization or a relationship. Examine and express your expectations and make sure that you're rooted in a place of love and compassion for yourself and others as you go through and examine and express it. And that way you can see and notice where you're looking for the fairy tale ending or the magical thinking right? And with things that are requirements, be self-aware. These are your deal breakers for you and let others know ahead of time. So my invitation for you today is start to notice when you have an expectation, is it a stealth expectation that flies under the radar? Oftentimes you're not going to know about it until the eruption happens. It may not be an outwardly eruption. It may be an internal eruption but for those of you that hold it in, it may be inside. So notice that. Where was magical thinking? And we don't need to judge ourselves or beat ourselves up or blame ourselves. It's about paying attention to that and letting that part go and instead examining it and expressing your expectations. And then with requirements, being really clear with others, what your requirements are. Those are your boundaries. That is what you need so that you can be in a loving place with other people. That is what you need so that you can operate your business, your work, so that you can be in relationship with those that you work with, collaborate with. So yes, it's okay for you to have expectations and requirements Let go of the stealth expectations and instead examine and express your expectations without magical thinking and be clear of your requirements. All right, I'm smiling big for you. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts in television shows, and they go straight to my iPhone, or they go straight to my DVR, and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes, and that will ensure you that you never miss a show. And you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things. But you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.